Welcome back to Men in Balance. I'm Jerry Hancock. We're talking again with Dennis in Cary, North Carolina. And Dennis, we have talked before about uh, being a father and raising boys in particular. I wanted to talk this time about the subject of marriage. And um, first of all, how long have you been married? Well, we've been married 33 years, Jerry. 33 years. Um, so uh, in the conversations that we've had with other men about marriage, uh, it does seem that it doesn't take long once the marriage gets underway before some problems develop, and I'm sure that happens with all of us. Uh, do you remember back to any of those early days and how you may have addressed any of the issues that came up? Yeah, I... Uh, I think the earlier days in our marriage were a little bit different for us in that the kind of problems we had was adjusting to moving. Uh, I remember when we first got married, uh, because I had come out of the education um, industry and was moving into business, um, in, o in order to move up in the business world, we literally had to move uh, and changed uh, our uh, our homes, um, oh, maybe about five times in the first seven years. Um, so that was that was difficult and adjusting and and, and um, talking about the move. And because if one moves, the other has to change careers. Uh, uh, talking about how we would do that and did we both want to do that, etc. Um, that was probably the biggest issue we faced. We we had made a decision not to have children early on while we did all of this. So um, it was more my wife and I um, deciding how we would move, where we would move, and and the fact that we had to make some compromises uh, uh, in our own uh, careers uh, to be able to adjust to one another. Yeah. Well, uh, those issues certainly pop up in a lot of marriages. I'm just curious, did you have to learn some communication skills to get through some of those um, early discussions, or how did that evolve? Well, I, I, I think it, uh, I'm not sure we learned the communication skills. Uh, maybe we did over time. I, I, I think when, and I think for us, we had to do a lot of listening to one another and understand what was really important. Uh, you know, moves are high-stress activities or events. And uh, so uh, it, it, it meant doing a lot of sharing, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of considering what the other pre person had said. And, and, uh, and, and I, I think, uh, especially when you feel that you're behind in your career, so you, we were, uh, I know I was so intent on moving and moving up that uh, I had to balance that against you know what was going on in my wife's life, and did she want to do this, and what would this mean for her? So, uh, I think that what we learned was to listen a lot, and 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 to make decisions together, uh, to to understand that our own individual decision about what we wanted to do had consequences for the other person, and uh, if there's anything we learned, it was the fact that. Uh, those decisions would affect multiple things, not just our own lives. And, uh, and so listening and, and sharing and, and, and trying to decide together what the next step was was something I, I hope we learned earlier on. I, I don't remember a lot of conflict about that, quite frankly. 
uh, one of the things I happen to know about you personally is that you are pretty able to uh, speak openly about your feelings and get uh, get issues on the table and talk about them. That's not the case with every man. Uh, a lot of mm. them have a lot of difficulty with that. So is there any pointers that you would uh, pass on as to how to get better at that? How to get better at, at just voicing or, or talking about your feelings? Yeah, and uh, speaking the issues uh, openly in a marriage. Yeah, I you know, um, I think what I learned earlier on is, is that uh, w- women have this almost natural way of picking up feelings and vibrations, uh, even when you're not saying it, even when a guy is not saying it. They, 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 they just connect to what's going on inside, a, 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 in my experience, a lot better than men do. Um, and I think I, I think for men, the sometimes we we put ourselves in the place where we have to be strong, we have to push through, we have to find the solutions, and it's all you know, it's all I have to, I have to, I have to, and because of that, um, we don't share our feelings because we think. Um, They'll be perceived as uh, as being weak, uh, not strong, and uh, and not manly. And I have found in my own life, when I've been able to share that with my wife, it's caused us to to connect even better. Uh, and and I, I think we perceive that when we share our feelings, again, we're going to be perceived as weak or not capable. But strangely enough, I think when we get that stuff out of ourselves and start to talk about it, we become more conscious of what's going on inside, and more wisdom and insight can occur in ourselves once we hear ourselves talk about what's going on. Uh, and uh, those people who bottle them up uh, usually don't have the advantage of, of, of getting that inner wisdom, uh, uh, getting some insights into what's really going on. So. I, I, I just think uh, men who can share that uh, have a number of benefits. A, they, they can have and develop stronger relationships with their spouse, and B, by reflecting outwardly, they have the opportunity to get more insight into what's going on with them, their problems, and maybe uh, see better alternatives than they, they normally would. So how about the uh, question of taking feedback from a spouse? Is that difficult? Was it difficult for you? Is it difficult? Um, you know, I, I think for all of us, uh, how that feedback is given, uh, the tone with which it is given, and how it is given usually determines our willingness to listen. And um, uh, I, I happen to be very, very fortunate uh, that my wife, who is extremely gracious, could kind of give feedback in a way that uh, wouldn't drive me into a defensive position. Um, I, you know, um, so I, I was fortunate when she when she did have feedback. I, I wasn't put off, or uh, 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 I didn't fight it. I, I, I was able to listen to it. I, it just seems to me that perhaps we'd all benefit uh, in terms of getting uh, some training in how to give feedback, uh, because the the 
the message can be lost in the way it's delivered. Uh, again, I was fortunate that uh, uh, she could be so gracious and gentle that uh, I, I could actually hear the message. Yeah, well, the, the, sometimes the risk of that is that if it's too gentle, we just ignore it and, and plow ahead. Uh, and so yeah. I guess the, the question is, how do we tune ourselves to actually hear the feedback and act on it? Ah, gee, that's a that's a good question. I I, I think um, I I think for me, and I'm not sure this is a great answer. Um, in order to be able to attune yourself to feedback, you, you need some quiet time. You need to have part of your day, even if it's five minutes or ten minutes, to be reflective on what's happened and what people have said. Uh, I, I think if you jam-pack your day with so many activities that the real lessons of the day, uh, the things that people are saying that you may want to contemplate, just do not come, come through. So m my first thought would, would be, and, and I think it goes along with being spiritual, is carve out a part of your day, five minutes, ten minutes, where you're going to be reflective on the day, what happened, what you liked about it, what you might be able to do better, and uh, I, I think that begins to open the, the feedback door uh, uh, for you to listen to, you know, what's going on in your life. Mm. Um, you and I have laughed together before about um, Alison Armstrong's commentary about uh, women tending to give what, we, what she calls meadow reports when, she, when they come in in the afternoon, and, which is yeah. basically telling you everything about the meadow and all the blueberries and the trees and the de details of what she's done, and a lot of guys say when they get uh, those kind of reports from their wife, it's way too much information, and they don't know whether to just listen or to act on it or to ask questions or exactly what is being expected of them. Uh, you got a thought about that? Well, uh, yeah, I do, and, and my wife is, uh, in terms of a meadow report, um, because she works in a school, it's it's like a super meadow that she gallivants through. So there are a number of things uh, when she comes home that she wants to talk to me about the school. And uh, and uh, I have found, for the most part, when women want to talk about this, they're not looking for anything but uh, just a uh, an attentive ear. Uh, it, it's their way of sharing what's gone on during the day. Um, uh, and... Uh, it, ta it took me a while just to be uh, patient and listen to this. What usually goes on for about, you know, five to ten minutes, it was important for her just to say it. Uh, conversely, there was nothing that I needed to do or act upon uh, based on what she said to me. She just wanted to be able to, to, to have me know what was important uh, in her life going on. So... And whenever I was confused, et cetera, I, I usually, usually dreaded to ask an open-ended question like, tell me more about that, because it could mean another 10 minutes of just <laughs> reporting, and, and I didn't yeah. want to listen to that. But I, I would say, is there anything that you've said that you want me to particularly remember? And, and she would say a lot of times, no, I just wanted you to know about this. There's nothing really important here. And, and, you know, she was fine with that, right. and I was, I was really fine with that. I think from my point of view it was like, oh, that's good, because you've just said so many things that I can't keep track of any of it. But the point was she didn't want me to keep track of any of it. She just wanted me to listen to it. Yeah, why is that so difficult for guys? I mean, uh, it was 
what you just described is yeah. an ideal environment. Many of us uh, just don't know what to do with all that information. Well, I, I know I don't know what for guys. I know for me, it's it's you know, and and this is one of the things that Ellis and Armstrong talked about: this singular focus. And you know, usually when we have something on our mind, we have to get done. We put all our effort effort and determination behind getting that one thing done. Um, that said, whenever my wife is talking about her day, she'll hit me with, you know, 15, 20 things. And to, to somebody who has a singular focus, I'm, I'm looking for the kernel, the, the theme in there that she wants me to remember. And, you know, the, 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 the outcome is I, she doesn't want, her, want me to remember anything. So I think when we, when we have this kind of one-track way of proceeding and we get hit with multiple uh, data points of information, we get a little nervous in terms of what we should be doing. And once I realized I didn't have to do anything, I just had to listen, yeah. uh, I, I was able to kind of calm down and say, oh, okay, well, this is I, my singular focus here, this is how I got to it, is just to listen, not to remember, not to take action, etc. Listen for 10 minutes, and, uh, and usually if I could do that, that, was, that worked out pretty okay. Well, uh, the reverse of that, though, is also seems to be an issue, uh, and that is that women want us to report on our day, and sometimes we can sum it up in one sentence, and they want more. Yeah, that's boy, that that just kind of nails it. Uh, and and probably my poor wife with you know me and my two sons. So whenever she was having a conversation with us, you know, after three sentences, one from each of us, we were done. <laughs> and and she would try to extract more information, and uh, I, I I think with guys it's we we kind of get to the bottom line and uh, and move on. So yeah, I I think she found that difficult, and uh, but she would ask sort of open ended questions, and she would get more. Uh, I, I I think for me to be able to tell her that my being very succinct with my answers was not my idea of cutting her out it was just i was just trying to give her what i thought was the most important parts right. uh w without extraneous uh detail and uh, I, I think for her as for a lot of women they want to hear the detail they they relish the detail the detail is more fodder for continued conversation and so we had to balance some of that and uh, I, I, I will tell you that uh, 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 sometimes it was hard for me to be able to kind of expand on those kinds of, yeah. of questions. Well I've got one more question for you before we wrap this up. You've got two sons that one day will be getting ready to get married and uh, perhaps you'll have a chance to sit down and talk to them before they get married about how to manage married life. What would you say to them about couples' communication, about how to keep a, an open line of communication with their new wife? Yeah, I, I think uh, if, if there's one thing, I, I, I would say keep sharing. Share, share on multiple levels. Uh, uh, share about um, uh, your career and how you feel. Share about your joys. Uh, a, a lot of times we don't share about our joys and what we found to be most successful or what what was uh, a, a great about a day or a, a meeting, et cetera. And, and I think that 
by doing that, it makes it easier to share some of the bumps in the road. Uh, so uh, that, w- that would be the first thing, continue to share on multiple levels. The second thing I would say is, you know, in order to develop your relationship and communication, uh, sometimes you have to do some planning, and especially when kids come along. Uh, we plan dates. One, one of the, the nights of the week was going to be our time together our special time. And I think if you can look for special times where you're going to go out and just do maybe an inexpensive meal together, Um, finding those occasions when you're undistracted and your focus is going to be each other just tends to build the communication. Well, great advice. Dennis, thanks for your time. We appreciate uh, your sharing from your own marriage and hopefully Uh, some of these ideas will be helpful to other men as well so thanks again for your time we've been talking to Dennis from Cary, North Carolina talking about uh, issues of marriage and uh, marriage communication I'm Jerry Hancock from In Balance thanks for listening